This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. flaws and, and it wasn't just subjective flaws there was something wrong with it and, and you can almost fit any metaphor into this practically so you tried to let them know what was wrong and they just absolutely refuse to hear it this is where the ire comes from uh, I, I've been pretty vocal about issues with UX boot camps especially over the last few years or so and it's funny how that when you're talking to people about the boot camps and trying to let them know what the issues are, and these are genuine issues. These are not vendettas. This is not somebody being picky. These are issues. These are real issues. And people will find out later, man, I wish I had listened, things of that nature. When somebody is part of a boot camp, they get what we call subjected to bias infusion. In other words, they will defend the boot camp because they went. They don't defend it because it deserves to be defended. They deserve it because sometimes they're just ashamed that they paid their money and didn't realize it. They're they're ashamed. They're embarrassed because they went. They don't like you talking about them. They're not really being honest. I went to schools before. Bad choice. Bad choice. And, and again, not from a subjective perspective. I ended up finding some things out that were not good. And that's the reason I ended up leaving that institution. So we've all made bad decisions. I don't care whether it was a pair of shoes, a car, a job, a school. So just own it. If you made a bad decision, just own it. I'm sort of going to mention something that I'm saving for later. If you've gone to a boot camp, if you graduated or you're in a boot camp now, sometimes you can actually get out. And, and people present that question to me regularly. They will ask me, Darren, should I get out of the boot camp? If you can, but remember, it's on you. I'm not legally responsible for anything. You check to see what you can and can't do, but you're wasting time. And so because of that, I would I would really encourage anybody, if you're wasting time, I don't care whether it's whether, whether you're going to school somewhere, uh, if it's you know anything that you're doing that's not a good investment that doesn't provide you with a sound ROI, that doesn't give you just cause to continue, then go, then go. Because as I said last week, you can, a lot of the information that's being shared at boot camps, you can get that stuff off the internet. 
So why pay somebody seven, 10, 15, 20, $25,000 when you can get it yourself? So at any rate, again, we've got a long list. I want to finish this list on today. I didn't get into the list too much last week. So we're going to pick up. I'm not going to do any review. And I want to keep sharing reasons why. And these are all objective reasons, folks. This has nothing to do with how I feel about it on a personal level. These are problems. And I'll, I'll validate why I say these things at the very end today. But this is what's wrong, the problems with UX boot camps. And, and you know, the, the subtopic said, what's the problem? Oh, well, there's way more than one problem. So at any rate, let's pick up exactly where we left off last week. We talked about unqualified teachers. And so we'll move on to the next one. And I'll talk, I'll touch on that again for a moment. There are a lot of times where people go to boot camps and the teachers just graduated the week before or recently, very recently, they have no experience whatsoever in doing the work. So when you have people that you're learning from that have never done the work, that is a problem. That's not who you want to learn from. I even conducted a survey once where I was asking, who would you rather learn from? Someone who was very experienced, someone who hardly had any experience or a mix between the two. People were, they were not being smart, Alex. They were actually saying they like a mix between the two. And some people said that they'd rather learn from somebody who didn't know anything. That's just downright silly. And it was biased also because I could see who voted for what and the people who were voting for the things. I mean, because it was a it was actually a a joke. And people were opting in to the joke answers uh, and they weren't trying to be funny. That's really how they feel. And that's really sad. But that's why we're in the shape that we're in today as a discipline, because the people who some of these people were like directors and lead UX people, which is why we almost need to throw all the titles in the garbage because there are people that are fabricating their own titles today. There are people who, who inherit titles at their jobs. And I mean, do you know that you have to be, have at least seven years of experience in order to be a senior? That's the way it used to be. Now they're just giving it out. So when you, when you come across people at an event and you see the titles, you really can't pay attention that title is not necessarily a reflection of who that individual is. So something we need to keep in mind today. So next on the list is no accreditation. Boot camps, UX boot camps are not accredited sources of education. Yeah, a lot of times they're training people to do the programming and you can, you can actually do that. There, it's actually pretty common for there to be schools that are teaching people to do programming, again, the finite sciences without having an accredited approach. But when it comes to UX, an accredited source is much better than an unaccredited source. And boot camps are not accredited. They haven't gone through any, jumped through any hoops. They haven't done anything to make sure that the educational experience they're providing is viable and that it follows the science of education. They're not doing that today. So that's a problem. The next one, and I talked about it a little bit already, bias infusion. Bias infusion. People, it's like they they become fraternal is, is the term that comes to mind. They will defend something or they will endorse it simply because they're part of it. 
they they feel like they're an owner. So when somebody says something about a boot camp, they just immediately go into the defensive instead of will you please examine and see what the person is saying about the boot camp? You're the one that's putting all that money out there. They didn't get any of my money. It's really critical that we realize that when people are part of something like that, it's it they're infusing you with bias. You're paying them, and one of the things they're giving you is auto bias. And so that bias infusion keeps people from responding the right way or from subjecting what they're being exposed to, to critical thinking. Bias will do that to you if you're biased and people who are biased don't usually know they're biased. So just really sad, but I have, I have observed that a lot. I'll give you some of my, my spiel on why I'm saying all these things later. Again, I don't want to get ahead of myself again. Next, it just plain costs too much. 7,000 is too much. So, you know, 10,000, 12,000, 15,000, and 25,000 is too much. And somebody will say, yeah, but you know, I know one boot camp, they'll pay you. That sounds good because you're getting the money, but that's a blinder. They're actually keeping you from seeing what you need to see. They're turning off your willingness and ability to engage in critical thinking just because they're giving you money. So you basically are taking a bribe. In other words, that's really what that amounts to. It's a bribe. I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to turn the other way because you're giving me money. Even though later on, you're going to find out that this was one of the absolute worst things you could have done was to go through a boot camp, go through a UX boot camp. So bias infusion, people don't realize it. You're basically becoming infected when you do that. And I'm not taking any of these things back either because this is what I've observed. It's what I've seen. And we'll talk about why I'm qualified to say what I'm saying. I actually had a conversation with someone on LinkedIn the other day and I made a statement because somebody literally lied and they said, I just finished my boot camp. Now I have a degree in UX. Boot camps don't give out degrees, but this person said that they had a degree in UX. And so I was just, just taken aback and I made a statement on LinkedIn and I said that uh, graduating, graduating a boot camp is by no means equivalent to having a degree. And then I ended the statement and I said, that is all. And, and the conversations that followed that were just, some of them were just awkward, but you can see the bias. And especially when you can go into some folks' profiles and see that they were actually part of the boot camps and the responses that came from the boot camp folks were the ones that really stood out and you could see the bias infusion. It's blatantly obvious they they will you'll say the sky is blue and they'll start talking about everything else except for the fact that the sky is blue they won't talk about the sky and they won't talk about the color they'll talk about everything else and for some reason they think that's a legitimate conversation but that's actually a demonstration of a lack of emotional intelligence when somebody does that whether we like it or not if i do it it's, it's the same thing that's when i talk about being objective if i'm guilty i'm guilty it, it, the, the standards are standards truth is truth and so we need to embrace that today. So bias infusion, nobody is signing anything saying, I agree to be biased. It's just happening. It's a psychological exchange that takes place, a cognitive exchange that people, if they knew it was going to happen, maybe they'd think twice. So I'm here to tell you, if you're thinking about a boot camp, and I have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars 
out of the pocket of the boot camp folks by turning people away from these things. And I will never stop because we have a right to do such a thing. And it's sad. I don't like seeing people misled. I don't like seeing people be taken advantage of. And so I will continue to, to cry out about these things. I'll continue to make the statements known. I'll continue blowing that trumpet because it's a, it's critical. It's something we need to do, something we need to know. So again, bias infusion, and then it costs too much. And you're paying that money so you can be biased. It's just a terrible exchange. The value proposition is just downright poor. It's poor. You're not getting what you should get based on what you have paid out. That is a very poor value proposition. I mean, you get nothing. Whatever you you put out there, you get nothing. At least if you go to university, will it cost you more? Yeah, it will. And everybody can't do it. We totally understand that. Totally get it. There are options. I'm going to share some options with you before we're done with this. But the thing is, at least you're going to get something back. (laughs) Eventually, you'll get everything back. You should. If everything works out well, at least you're equipped to. But in the boot camp, just because somebody gets a job doesn't validate that going to the boot camp was the right thing. Anybody can get a job practically in UX today because folks don't know how to hire. So you don't, there are people getting lead jobs with no experience. I know some good people that will come to me and tell me they're, they're getting a lead job and they have no experience and they're concerned about it. I, I know situations like this. I know several situations like this. So you can't say what you can't get. A lot of people like to claim, oh, there's no job. There's no entry-level jobs. There are, you know, you don't know about every job that everybody has, so you really can't say that. It seems like it. And, and, and when people are like that, they get impatient because they want to get that job so bad that it skews their vision and they start being drawn into melodramatic reactions. That's really what it is. Uh, there's jobs out there. And I share entry-level jobs all the time. I got news for you. It gets tougher when you get more experience. So if you think you're crying now, wait to see what happens later when nobody wants to pay you. Wait to see what happens later when you start to run into those same organizations who have very low UX maturity levels and don't know how to evaluate talent. So <laughs> wait till you see that. that. That's right up ahead. It's not going anywhere. So anyway, very poor value proposition. Next, ethics. The, the ethical commitment is poor. And it's, this is demonstrated by several of the things that I mentioned already. Why are you giving me content that you got from somewhere else and then not giving credit to where you got it from in, in, in higher learning. That's called plagiarism. Why are you promising me jobs when you know you can't? Why are you telling me I'm going to be fully equipped to, to go into the UX uh, world of, uh, of employment to go into the job market? Uh, and I'm not really ready. Why are you not telling me that companies are less likely to bring somebody in at my level? Why are you not helping me to set proper expectations? Why do you have people teaching that can't even qualify to go and flip burgers? It's, this is all unethical today. It's all unethical. Why are you charging so much based on what we're getting back? Because that's the business model and that's what keeps them where they are making that money. They're making money hand over fist, even with people like me and I'm not the only one crying foul against the, 
the boot camp sources and we're turning people away and they're still making money hand over fist. So it's unethical, folks. It's unethical and there's no commitment to ethics. Next, it is damaging the discipline. What is happening via the boot camps is not doing an ounce of good for the discipline of UX. It's making things tougher because people come out, they don't they they do get the jobs, they don't do quality work, they don't know how to express or or educate people about the discipline, they don't know how to communicate about the discipline. They usually just want a check. And so they go and they get a check. You know, that's the same mentality of a lot of folks in the fast food industry. Nothing against you, but a lot of times, have you ever seen it? Have you ever studied it? People just want a check. Whether it's fast food, it could be at a furniture store. A lot of people who get jobs in unskilled labor are going after the check. They don't care about the job or the discipline that's associated with the job. And the same thing is starting to happen in UX and it's causing a lot of damage. When you get people who do not care about a discipline that is still developing, not realizing that no matter who you are, you are partially responsible for the well-being. We share this. Responsible for the well-being of the discipline. And so if you don't operate as somebody who's a good steward of this thing, and you're not going to be a proper rep- representative of the discipline, you're hurting the discipline. If you're saying incorrect things, you if you're spreading misinformation, you're hurting the discipline. If you're willing to hire people based on who you know and not what they know and what value they bring to the table, you're hurting the discipline today. So folks, these are all issues that are coming out of the boot camps and this is what's wrong with boot camps. So to start wrapping up with some of the closing notes, on this. The fact that someone gets a job is 100% irrelevant. 100% irrelevant. That doesn't mean that the boot camp was good. That doesn't mean that that's the way to go. That's just the way things worked out for that individual. And you're happy that they got the job. They're not going to be able to do a whole lot (laughs) with the job. And remember, for every dollar you invest in UX, you get $100. And some people say up to $250 in return. But not if you hire the wrong people, not if you spit on the discipline. If that happens, then you you could actually cost the company money because you've got the wrong people. So let's keep that in mind today. Much, if not all, of what's learned via boot camp, we've already said this, so we're repeating it, it's already available on the web. So just go get it and find somebody who can direct you to it. But you don't have to pay that kind of money to get it. You actually get a job faster a lot of times because the same people that are directing you a lot of times are the same people who might refer you for a job. But no, the boot camps, no, no. Keep your money in your pocket. That's a lot of happy meals, as we like to say. Now, your passion and your dedication to the discipline of a truth, for those of you who went to a boot camp, again, never fear. If you went to a boot camp, you feel bad because of what I said. Don't feel bad. We're just talking about facts. So don't take anything I'm saying personally. These are just facts. So now if this applies to you, you can still write the ship for you individually. Your passion is going to help you. Your dedication to the discipline is going to help you. And you can find out, go and look for your knowledge gaps because you've got them. And there's always something. I mean, when you opt into UX, you're opting into lifelong learning anyway. So just go ahead, opt into lifelong learning, 
find out where you need to grow and just start growing. Nice and simple. Don't worry about it. No harm, no foul. But if you act like you've got it and you you arrived, no, that that's a problem in and of itself. So we don't want to operate there. Now, the funny thing is, and again, these are all just closing notes on the topic. The folks who started the boot camps did have a good idea. I think that is blatantly obvious. They had a good idea when they started the boot camps, but it just went off the rail somewhere. Maybe they got caught up in the money they were making, but the dedication to the discipline, eh, it's it's not there. Do you know that there are people that are associated with boot camps or some of the main people running around calling people like me gatekeepers on wait till you hear we've got a presentation coming up in the not too distant future to really enlighten people about gatekeeping. It's actually a compliment when somebody calls you a gatekeeper when you really know what a gatekeeper truly is. A gatekeeper isn't a bad thing, but that's it. I have seen some of the most vocal people who will say that the things I'm saying right now are hateful. The people who will say that the things I'm saying right now are gatekeeping. Guess who they're connected to? And guess who they're huge advocates for? The boot camps. So the boot camps are basically sending out character assassins. They're basically sending out UX hitmen, if you will, <laughs> to try to stop people like me or to try to damage our character. You're damaging your character with the work you do. So, <laughs> so you're not going to make somebody else look bad just by talking about them, especially when your work uh, has got some huge holes in it. So, and somebody eventually is going to see it. So let's keep in mind, they did, they went off the rails somewhere. I hope that they redo some, I hope somebody becomes courageous enough to redo their business model, to redo their pedagogy, because the way that they set this up, and I don't think I talked about that much, but poor pedagogy is a, is a big problem because the way that they've designed the curriculums, the way they've designed the course content, the way they set up the exercises the way that they will present something for a few minutes and feel like they've covered that topic, that's bad. That's bad instructional design. So just really bad. So they have pedagogical issues and somebody's got to fix that, but it won't be the folks who are getting paid because they, they're they not losing money because of the bad pedagogy. Not At least they don't think they are. They're getting enough where they don't care. Let's put it that way. So how is it that I can say all these things? What makes me... We're wrapping up with this. What makes me an, an authority on it? Well, I'm a first-gen UX professional. I, I designed my first site in 95, as I mentioned last week, and I began practicing things that we associated with UX. So, yeah, I'm taking credit for it because I, I did it. I did, I'm not lying like some people do and like some people have. So that's something that that's important. I have two user experience-related master's degrees, one from Kent State and one from Syracuse. I am an adjunct professor, so I'm trusted to educate others. I am not just a UX practitioner. I am an educator. And I've been educating people for over three decades, actually. So just something that's worth knowing there. And then I'm putting the icing on the cake with all of this by getting a PhD in educational leadership. I'm three courses away from starting my dissertation. So this is not just somebody with some fleeting opinion. This is expert opinion. And I got news for you. If you're in UX and you can't recognize an expert opinion, the work you're doing as a UX professional is not going to be that tight either because you just can't identify what's in order, what's appropriate. And that's something that, that's critical to be able to do. So remember, 
Also, I've been studying UX boot camps from the very beginning. All those things I mentioned about my my qualifications. I've been studying UX boot camps from the very beginning. I've been speaking with attendees and grads over several years. And it is based on everything I have found, everything I've observed, including the the weird experience I had of going to one of the boot camps and talking to their people in the flesh. And instead of having a regular conversation, they went into the just this weird mode where they began to try to recruit me to come and take classes. They knew I had the master's degree. They knew I was a college professor. Their logical conclusion was to try to recruit me to take courses. That's a sign that something's wrong, folks. That's part of the business model. Something's wrong. So just know out there, better options are available. Going a little over today, but that's okay. Better options are indeed available than going to a boot camp. Alternatives, you can go to Cornell University. They have a $3,600 UX certificate program that, as somebody said, I mentioned last week, you want to just get a start in UX, you want to lay a sound foundation, you can't beat $3,600 from an accredited institution where your work is graded by people who know how to do the work. So you've got accountability, you've got proper pedagogy, Everything is in its place. All the boxes are checked off the right way. So this is a good thing. So check out Cornell University's UX certificate program. And it's it's uh, not based on degree. You don't need a bachelor's to go through. Uh, it's not a master's. It's just a UX certificate. So anybody can go through that program. The Interaction Design Foundation, I think I mentioned them last week, still a viable source. Uh, you can keep the design thinking part and throw that out but they for a long time have had a lot of the best learning content on the internet. So take advantage of it. It it doesn't cost that much and it's sound, dependable, trustworthy information. That is for a long time been the best learning bargain on the internet. So you can't beat that. And when you join, you have access to all of the courses, not just the things like the encyclopedia, the human computer interaction encyclopedia. You have access to all the courses, the entire learning library. You can't, beat that from that perspective. So if $3,600 is too rich for your blood, uh, I hope that $9.95 works for you because it's somewhere, I don't remember the exact amount, but you can pay monthly or you can pay a year in advance and you have access to everything. And now you're getting started. Now you're on your way. Self-learning still out there is an option. You can get into some books. You can look at videos. There are a lot of things that you can do to to go the self-learning route. Just know that it's a slower path. It won't cost you as much. It is the least expensive of all the different options when you think about it. But remember, when you opt into UX, you're opting into lifelong learning. So yeah, you're going to be doing self-learning no matter what you do. It, it still becomes a part of the package. Next, degree programs. If you can, if you can afford it, if you're willing, if, if you want to go that route, whether it's a, a four-year degree, a two-year degree, a certificate, as we mentioned, a grad, a grad certificate, whatever it is, uh, there are different um, dollar amounts associated too, depending upon the way that you choose to go, but degree programs are out there. So in closing, don't allow your perception of what's going on. This is how people get drawn into boot camps. Their, their perception basically betrays them. And so you don't want to be in a position where you are, I really want to learn about UX. And when they said that they can teach you uh, uh, really, really quick and, and it's cheaper than getting a degree. Yeah, but you're looking at what you consider to be the pros and you haven't looked at any cons. 
So if you look at the pros and don't look at the cons, you're not engaging in critical thinking. You have to look at both sides and make sure that you're looking at it the right way. And when you do that, you can avoid being drawn in through, as we mentioned previously, this melodramatic response. Oh, there's too many. Oh, there are none. Oh, there, there's this and that. And all the statements are always all or none. It, it's all That's melodrama, folks. You're going over the top instead of looking at something for what it really is today. Let's look at what's out there. I will tell you, my counsel, avoid the UX boot camps altogether. Avoid them altogether. If you want to do well, but, but Darren, I can get a job. We're not talking about getting a job. A job. We're talking about building yourself the right way. We're talking about not detrimentally impacting the discipline, things of that nature. Avoid the boot camps. Avoid the boot camps. You have other options. Somebody said, what about Google? Well, we talked about that before. Nope, you don't want to do the Google, the Google certificate because there's a lot of terrible things happening with that today. Keep that $39 in your pocket. <laughs> no, but boot camps, no, 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 no. And don't be drawn in just because of a name. Oh, it's Google. Yeah, it's Google. Yeah. Uh, okay, tell me something else good about it because I can tell you about 10 things that are bad. So <laughs> 10 reasons to not do it. You have viable options. Let's tap into them. And whatever you decide to do, make sure you look at it in a sound way. Find mentors. Find people you can interact with who are actually knowledgeable. And I'm not talking about these people that have been in UX for three years and then putting themselves out there and saying that they're leaders. You're not a leader. You've only been doing it for three years. You're not a leader. You've only been doing it for five years. That I'm not talking about that. Don't, don't tap into that because that's how you're going to end up going down the wrong road. You're going to end up falling short of where you need to be in your UX development. And then when you encounter people like me, you think we're being mean or you think we're being personal when the truth is you've been infused with bias. So uh, let's be careful out there today. So folks, that's it. I'm on record. Now, everybody sees it. Uh, I'm not a boot camp guy. And this is why. So I hope those things are clear. I'm being very transparent and letting you know. And so if you have questions and feel free to contact me, but you're not going to change. There's a lot of effort and a lot of years that have gone into this. This is not me being stubborn. This is about me embracing facts. So I hope other people choose to do the same. So that's it, folks. That's all the time we have for today. So this is your host of the world of UX, Darren Hood, signing off. Happy UXing, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.